The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. I'm talking about America. Well, good morning, Patriots. I am Jay Garvin. I'm your friend. I am the host of the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio. One of my most favorite weekends of the year is Fourth of July weekend, folks. I literally just got back from a trip to Wisconsin. I want to say happy Fourth of July to you, whether you're listening this morning on Saturday, the 2nd of July, or whether you've tuned in for my 11 o'clock show on Sunday here, it's the 3rd of July, fireworks are going off down at Fort Carson. Like I said, I just drove back from Wisconsin, going over to a friend's house tomorrow. I hope you have a great time celebrating United States independence, only the best country in the world, where I say it's not filled with extraordinary people. We're just all normal, ordinary people in an exceptional system. I see a a rebirth of patriotism happening. I'm not going to get off. It's not a political show, but if you've been watching some of the Supreme Court decisions protecting our religious freedoms, our Second Amendment freedoms, the right for life, all of that, there's a turn, folks. I want you to be encouraged. If you can't be excited, just ride and drink my excitement. Get a hold of me at 330-1457. I've got a great show for you. I've already got my water and my energy drink primed. I've got a great guest coming in, Bill McAfee, a patriot himself, going to be doing the economic update. And I want you to call me right now during the 4th of July weekend so I can help you save money. I can help you end your budget. I can help you get ready to purchase a home, which is the most important thing you could do in the next five years. 330-1457 is my number. I'm also a licensed loan originator, born and raised in Milwaukee and Brookfield, Wisconsin. But the military and ROTC and my amazing Army adventure brought me to Colorado Springs in 1996. I met an amazing local Pueblo girl. We got married, and now I'm a Colorado native by marriage. She's head by birth, Packer fan, and Bronco fan by choice. And we just took the best vacation ever to a Wisconsin lake, clear sand lake, pontoon boats, motorboats, barbecues, sunsets on a Midwest lake, jumping in, having fun. I got a chance, folks, to watch the Lumberjack Championship of the Universe. Yes, on ESPN2 in Hayward, Wisconsin, those guys were chopping wood. Those gals were rolling on logs like nobody's tomorrow. But today, what am I rolling on? The radio show title here, folks. Inflation and home ownership. Those are two guarantees that Americans will buy homes, and inflation is here, folks. No, we're not a flashback to 1976 when Jimmy Carter was in office, but you remember during the 7th, 70s, 
all the way into the 80s when uh, Ronald Reagan took over. We had inflation that was 8%, 11%, 14%, and thank God Ronald Reagan came. He saved the day, goes down as one of the top 10 presidents easily because of that. But I'm here to tell you, let's talk about inflation and homeownership. Because here's the big takeaway I want you to understand. Houses will never be cheaper than they are right now. I read multiple articles, and I knew this. I grew up in the 70s. I was born in 67. By 77, I was 10 years old. And I remember sitting in the back seat of my mom's Ford station wagon, panel siding, V8, a huge 289 muscle of a motor. And we had the oil embargo and we had to go to gas stations on the even day or odd day, depending on the last number on our license. And in 1970, when we lived in Fort Dodge, Iowa, the median home across the United States was $24,000. We could get one in Iowa for $18,000. By 1980, just a starter home, less than 10 years later, had more than doubled to $55,000. And I've told you this before, but I found the research and the articles, and I'm guaranteeing you right now. Now, my parents, they were buying an upgraded house in 76, and my dad freaked out because it was $99,000. That would be like buying a million-dollar home today rather than a $500,000 home. But houses that are $400,000 right now, I'm going to go over this several times, is going to be worth more than $800,000 by 2031. In just 10 years from 2021 to 2031 is my prediction. In fact, a $400,000 home in 2020 is already a $487,000 home. That's real. Now, we're not going to see appreciation of 9 or 14% or 18% like we've seen in and around the pandemic, but we will see appreciation at at least 6%. And I'll do the math with you every year what that means. But this is what I want my conversation for you to sink in today. Picture your home during inflationary period like a covenant, a marriage. You want to marry a home, and it's the best time right now to buy a home, and I want to help you get certified with Churchill Mortgage. But treat your mortgage like you're dating it. Don't commit to it for life. Because if the economy turns for the better, which I pray to God every day that it does, and we don't have stagflation that they're predicting, where you have inflation and a stagnant economy, I don't want a recession either. And if rates get better, you can reevaluate at that point and change your mortgage. But if stagflation and inflation and a recession come and interest rates go up more, then you are going to be glad that you locked in your rate and you purchased right now. Because I virtually guarantee you that houses are never going to be cheaper than they are right now in Colorado. Maybe in Peoria, Illinois. Maybe in some spots in California or New York where they were way overpriced and people are moving out. If you haven't got the memo, people are moving into Colorado in droves. And all of the other states that I know, the Floridas, the Tennessees, the Carolinas, the Utahs, the Idahos, stuff like this. You call me at 330-1457. I'm going to go through exactly what homeownership looks like with inflation. Because every single year that it's more expensive to buy a house with materials and labor, that means your house is more valuable by its existence. So don't go anywhere. Make sure that you stick with me through the rest of the show, and I am going to share with you how you can plan and prepare 
for home ownership in and through inflation. Call me at 330-1457. I want you to help start your purchase and refinance transaction or go to churchillcolorado.com. Churchillcolorado.com. Search for the Colorado Springs team. Look at me, my happy little smile. Click, get an appointment. I'm a phone call and email away from helping you out. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back after these important messages. A hundred stripes, a hundred stories It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage Mr. For sticking around, if you just popped into your car or your kitchen where the radio is, I am Jay. I'm your friend. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show, where I'm talking about Fourth of July celebrations with the little fireworks and smiley faces and flags on my notes. It's absolutely amazing. I think it's so incredible that we are celebrating one more time the independence of our great nation. I wish, quite honestly, I was up in South Dakota at Mount Rushmore. I just got back from Wisconsin where we did some patriotic water skiing and swimming and fishing oh, no, and all didn't. of that. <gasps> I hope you're having a great 4th of July weekend. But I'm having a little bit of a conversation about inflation and home ownership. It's starting to feel a little bit like I'm uh, in a space-time capsule and I went back to 1976 and our bicentennial in the country because the inflation seems to be creeping up like the Jimmy Carter days. And I want you to think of some good, fun stories. What do you remember about 1976? I remember in 1976, in my parents' lake cabin in Upper Wisconsin, my dad said, I'm going to paint the whole house red, white, and blue. We painted all 78 stairs and eight landings down to the lake in red, white, and blue. On the front of each step that you saw from the lake, he would do the front of one step red, then the next one white, and then the next one blue, and the next one red, white, and blue. It looked like a patriotic candy cane from the lake. We had a white house. He painted the cabin white, and then all of the trim was blue, and then he had all of the the doors and the porch doors painted in red. I remember going to Trigo, Wisconsin, a metropolis of about 450 people and driving out into a field that had a ball stadium, baseball, softball stadium, and hot dog stands and cotton candy and had the fireworks with probably 50 to 70, maybe 100 families out there. Fireworks, the reflection off of the Wisconsin Lake, kind of reminds me of Kid Rock song all summer long. We'll have Matt play that for the intro and the outro. 
we'll play a little bit of music here that's patriotic throughout the show, which is really awesome. I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm also going to be, uh, you listen during the breaks because there's Coffee Anderson plays Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Matt's going to be doing outros with that. How can you have a, a patriotic without some Lee Greenwood and a little bit of Kid Rock all summer long? So my most important thing to talk to you about is that you should feel confident in homeownership during the inflationary hedge that we're feeling. Houses are never going to be less expensive than they are right now. Supply and demand ensures that. And what do I mean by that? This is not 2006 and 2007 and 2008. I did a separate radio show on that, and there's three specific reasons why it's not. Number one, in 2006, we had the largest generation of its age, the baby boomers, going into retirement. In 2006, the very first baby boomer, born in 1946, was turning 60. And that's when people retire, they stop spending, they hoard money, they protect their pile of money like most should in retirement. Fixed incomes, stop and spend less. Now we've got the largest generation in the history of the world, millennials, born from 1980 to 1999, going into their foremost spending years between 40 and 60 years old. So the oldest millennial is now literally in 2021, just turned 40, first born in 1981. So for the next 20 years, supply and demand is going to be off balance. There's not going to be enough houses. There's not going to be enough cars. There's not going to be enough A, B, C, D, E, everything. And we've just exacerbated it with this administration, with baby formulas, with the number of crews and pilots and nurses and everything. And we're not at the end. We're just at the beginning. So knowledge is power, and I want to help you understand that. And during inflationary hedges, here's something that's also very, very important. And this is common sense, folks. I want you to call me at 330-1457. This is why it's so important that if you have not gotten rid of all of your unsecured debt, we need to sit down and have a plan. And I'll help you do it. If you don't own any real estate as an investor, you need to expand your portfolio of investments outside your 401ks, your IRAs, because they are going to be flat over the next five years, and real estate is going to be king, just like the real estate market was king in the 70s. It didn't matter if interest rates went up to 18%. Houses still went up because as a house became more expensive to manufacture and build in the 70s, your house on median price went from $24,000 in 1970 to more than double, over $54,000 in less than 10 years. Sound familiar? Houses are shooting up because they're more expensive to produce. Now look at that in a business. If you have a Harley Davidson or if you have a widget and it costs more with labor and materials to build that Harley Davidson or the car or your computer program or whatever it is, the price goes up. But the profits for the business, for the most part, remain flat. And if you have profits that are off, that means your stock value or your mutual fund value is going to be off, and you're not going to get your 12 to 20%. You're going to be getting 5 to maybe 8%, and that's just moving with inflation if you're lucky. Right now, we're in a bear market. Every single gain within this administration 
President Biden's time has been erased. The stock market for the first time in years went down below 29000 I do not think that is the bottom. Because when the profits are off on this company, the values are off because they need to redefine themselves, rethink their employment structure, rethink their manufacturing structure, rethink their material structure. And until they get that fixed, the strong companies will redefine themselves. The strong entrepreneurs will redefine themselves. But houses will be one of the biggest to gain from this inflation. And here's an example. Right now in El Paso County, in 2020, a house was worth 400000 This is so key because I'm going to do an economic update this next segment with Bill McAfee. It's crazy to think a median home value in 1970 was 24000 And oh my God, it doubled to 54000 by 1980. That's crazy. Starting going into the pandemic in 2020, a house in Colorado Springs was worth 400000 was a median price. In just two and a half years, May of 2022, two years later, two and a half years later, a house is already $487,000. So let's just look at that. A house is 487000 in 2022 at just 6%. We're not talking 10%, 8% that I'm predicting. I'm virtually guaranteeing 6% on an average over 10 years. 106% of $487,000 house is a $516,000 house. I mean, by 2023. By 2024, another 6% increase has a $547,000 house. By 2025 in Colorado Springs, our $487,000 house is already going to be $580,000. In 2026, the median price will be $614,000. In 2027, it's all the way up to $651,000. This is just at 6%, folks. By 2028, the median house in Colorado Springs will be 690000 If you're saying this can't be done, go check out a house in Boulder or in California or even in Denver, only 40 minutes away. But by 2029, makes the median house 732000 By 2030, 776000 And you heard it here first, by 2031 in Colorado Springs, to buy a median price house will be $800,000. In fact, my prediction is $823,000. So you have to learn to play the long game, as Justin Hermes from Real Estate Realities will tell you, that it's so incredibly important. And a really simple analogy is just think about marrying your house, having a wedding, a matrimonial thought, but you only want to date your mortgage. Don't make a commitment to your mortgage because I'm a debt-free lender. I want you to pay it off. Pay it off in 15 or 10 years. But people are worried about the price of houses and interest rate. I just showed you houses are going to appreciate. And I don't care if the interest rate is 5% or 6% right now. 2.3 is a historic low. 6% is not high. 10% is high. That's a high interest rate. We get above 10%. I'm going to be there with you. But at 6%, get and buy a house now. Help your adult children buy a house now. It's called buy now, create a legacy later. Because if rates go down and the recession, inflation doesn't happen, you can always 
adjust your mortgage and get a lower rate. But if rates continue to go up like I predict, you're going to thank God that you called at 330-1457 and locked in your rate and purchased now. I've been saying it for years that the train's leaving the station. I just don't want you guys to have it move so fast that you can't get on. I've helped so many of you help your adult children buy a house. Right now is the time to do it. I would go so far to say it's your patriotic duty. Help your adult children, help your neighbors, help your friends, help your co-worker, help your associate that's a single working parent get into a house now. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back after the break with Bill McAfee and the Economic Update. You're listening to The Jay Garvey Show. His purple heartbeat won't stop. And his 18th birthday was the day he was born. Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beef? Thanks for sticking with me. This is the most exciting segment for me. This is the meat, and I've got one of my best friends, Bill McAfee, on, and I'm talking today about inflation and home ownership. And, yep. and you said, what, you had 90 people on your podcast? Yeah, this morning I did a podcast. We had 90 people on it just talking about what's going on. And just go for it. I, I'm only going to cut in just to decipher Not things into, into layman's terms. Gotcha. Think, you know, you, the radio listener here in the Jay Garvin Show, is great. I'm going to do everything I can to put everything in a layman's terms. But you just go. I mean, you've got so much uh, great information. Start where you did before with over 200 price reductions. Uh, yeah, right now we're seeing about 200 price reductions a week. On houses on that houses. had listings, and now they're like, dang, we can't sell it for 490,000 or 1.2 million we right. got to go down to 1.1 million those are well, price reductions absolutely and one thing i want to start by saying jay is that we're coming out of a market that i've never seen before like literally it was so hot for sellers we've never seen anything like this from 20 to 21 we appreciated at 19% so to put that in perspective for your viewers out there if i bought a $500,000 house in 20, in the 21, by the end of 21, that thing was worth almost 600000 In one year. In one year. We are seeing things that have never been seen before. There was all those escalation clauses. An escalation clause to the people out there basically says, I'll go above any other offer that you have up to a certain amount. Yep. They were throwing in guarantee appraisal provisions, which said if this thing only appraises at 470 I'll buy it for 500 So we were seeing all that sorts of stuff. And the words of Alan Greenspan, some irrational exuberance. Uh, <laughs> Irrational exuberance, and that's so so true because interest rates have went up more in the last six months than they've ever went up. You remember in March of 2020 when I saw the Feds meet and they dropped the benchmark two full points in one? No one talks about that. That right. was the, the biggest decrease ever. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but it's big, and of course it turned out to be covid but right now, Justin Hermes was on the show last week, and he said, Jay, it's like the entire 
ball of traffic is going down I-25 at 115 miles an hour. Now we've slowed down to 80, yeah. 85, yep. and it feels like we've stopped right. just because we're so used to that hair on fire. But well, what are some of the other things you said? Well, like, some of the things like listings, I always watch in a season. I call a season typically in a year. Usually February, the least number of homes are on the market. Usually June, July, and August, we have the most amount of homes. As a percentage, I've already watched. February was the low point this year. But already in May, as a percentage, we've had the largest increase in listings as a percentage that I've seen. I keep the data back to 2003. And since I did that, I ran the numbers uh, this morning. We have 1,500 homes now listed in the MLS. It wasn't that long ago you would go in there and see 500. I know. So it's, yeah, it's the listings have literally, literally exploded. 200, yeah, yeah, and I pray is. that we get up to 2,000 homes. because We should be 3,500, to be quite honest with you. That's actually the number historically on what we should see. You know what, Jay, a part of that I'm saying, I think sellers out there are seeing this and they're thinking, uh-oh, I might have missed that boat, uh-huh. and they are throwing them on. Because now I've seen these runs before. And basically what the sellers would do, those that have a reason, their job change, they got to go or whatever, they're going to put that house on the market. I want to throw a word of caution to the sellers out there. I actually was at a breakfast this morning, and, and that one of the agents got a text that I was at. They called it a 2014 offer. It basically was $5,000 below the list price with $5,000 in seller concessions, which in the market four months ago, you would have never accepted that. Typically, people were offering over what it was and not asking the seller to pay much on the buyer's behalf. We had a very smart seller in this case. I can't say the language that the seller used, but he said, let's take it and let's run with it. So sellers out there, there's a couple of things. I'm going to talk about them in detail. The market's changed. We're not seeing escalation clauses right now. We're not seeing appraisal guarantees. We're not even seeing the multiple offers like we were. You said that. You even said there was an agent who scheduled an open house. Oh, my God. Beginning of this week, my O&E guy, and for that out there, it means owners and encumbrance reports, we're actually having people now schedule an open house, trying to get people to come look at the house. Go back four months, you would put a listing, a seller, on the market on Thursday or Friday. You would draw 30 orders over the weekend, 30 offers, and then make a decision on Tuesday. Now they can't even get anybody to come, so they're doing open houses where they'll hold the house open, they'll bring donuts and cookies in, they'll try to invite the neighborhood. And, and we had 16 what we call property profiles, which means... These are people now who are going to stick these in open houses. This was Tuesday morning. Uh-huh. So that offer came in Monday through Tuesday. So the bottom line is the sellers, probably, they're a little bit freaked out because of everything going on, the increase in interest rates. I'm sorry, the buyers are. And so that traffic has slowed down dramatically. I totally agree. And, and like I just said to start with, we've been in a market we've never seen. It was insane. We're going to go back to a normal market. February of 18, the average days on market was 110. Uh-huh. We're 12 right now. We're 12 still. And you told me... This is interesting because when you said that individuals are putting their houses on the market, you said there's a house over a million dollars, 1.2 or whatever yeah. you said that's been on the market. How long? The, well, the agent that took this, Ted, when he took it, he said this is a piece of cake. This is a slam dunk. 40 days on market right now, no offers. And I'm saying two ha- showings. Hallelujah. I mean, no, we need, we're going we need, back. Yeah, absolutely. We need a buyer's market. And if absolutely. you're listening, it's the best time to buy a house right now. And I hope the inventory grows. 
I've been telling the radio listeners, Bill, marry your home. Get in and buy it. You'll be glad that you did, but just date your mortgage. <laughs> because if rates go down, you can change it. Absolutely. But if they keep going up, you'll thank God that you locked and bought your house now. Well, and Jay, for buyers on that market, you and I talked about this a little bit. As of December, the rates were 3.1%. On Tuesday, I, I was talking to you, and we were talking about at that time, rates were somewhere from 6 and 6.5, depending on your credit and all that, without buying it down. And so that 3% increase for the for the buyers out there, and also for the sellers, they need to pay attention for this. Back in December, if I was a buyer had qualified and I wanted to keep my payment the same as I did back in December, and I was buying a $500,000 house back in December, because the rates have gone up 3%, Right now, if I wanted to buy a house and keep my payment the same, my purchasing power as a buyer went down $147,000. $147,000. So $500,000 house now, keeping the payment the same. All I could afford keeping that payment the same is 352 and change. And there isn't a 352 no. out there. There's no. not many. But the thing that is not in your statistics or not in my program, my report, is this consumer confidence. And the consumer, it's low. Yeah, the, the consumer confidence is something that you can't measure. Um, you, know, you can, you can see it, but it's not logical, I guess is what I would say. Uh -huh. Like, I have people ask me all the time, do I believe this is going to be a crash like 2008? And I don't, and for multiple reasons. One, people put money into the game over the last five years. Up until four months ago, way over 50% of the mortgages that were, were conventional, way over 50. So that means people were taking anywhere from... 5 to 20% down. It wasn't like that in 2008, okay? The other thing is the lenders are, you don't, you can't fog a mirror and have a, just a FICO score now. We had the stated income no doc where you lied about it and you didn't have to prove it. Uh -huh. um, we just don't have that now. The underwriting for the lenders has been strong. So we don't have it. We just closed the deal that the people had not made payments for two years. So they bought this house, and just think about this. Let's say in 20, I bought a house for 500000 I brought 20% down. Let's say I have a job loss or whatever, some kind of health issue. And in this case, they hadn't made payments for two years. But if it appreciates at 19%, that $500,000 house was almost worth 600. And if I brought 200 into it to begin, as long as I sold that house above 400, I'm not going to have to bring money to the table. And so that's another reason this isn't like 2008. People have equity in those homes. Most of them yeah, brought amen. money in, mm -hmm. and then also the market rode with them. So it's, it's just it's not the same as it was back then. Yeah, and there wasn't a total absence of inventory. There's no. just no inventory. No. In 2006, there was five, well, 6,000 yeah, homes there, on the market. In 2007 and eight, when we crashed, there were 7,000 homes listed. Yeah. It's yep. just amazing. So, and so as you're reading through here, you said buying power got hit by hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. by the rate going up. Yep. We know you said the benchmark rate now with... 30-year mortgage is over 6%. Let's yep. call it 6 and an 8. But we still have 14% median gain. Well, and here's here's my prediction. I'm From May of last year. Yeah, well, actually, it's interesting because go to... It's just amazing. If, if you look at... We're, we're still appreciating that 13. If I compare the first five months, which is January through May of this year through January of May of last year, uh -huh. there's where you're seeing. You're still seeing, what, 14? 14. 14.7%. And the weird thing is, Jay, is I'm, I'm going to make a prediction... That by the end of this year, like we went 19% from year over year, 20 to 21. That number, I think, is going to be closer to 5 by the time everything's said. Really? Done. I think between 5 and 10%. we got to do a wager here because yeah. I think it's going to be more at 9. Yeah. So closer so. to 5%, Bill buys uh, lunch. Yeah, I think between 5 and 10. I do. Uh, Jay buys lunch. Yep. If, if it's if it's 9%, then you're buying me lunch. <laughs> and and I, I pray that it's halfway in between. I would yep. love 6%. Anything above that is right. too hot. Right. No, I... It's it's just wild in here and what we're seeing. And, I mean, 
So for buyers out there, they're actually going to come back into a market. One thing I want to touch on is days on market. Yeah, please. Um, I want to finish with that. This is for, so important because we still have 11 days on market. So that, I think, is going to change a lot. Oh, that's huge. Um, and, again, if you go back to February of 18, the days on market, the days on market was 110 days. 110 yeah. days. And now, right now it's 12. This that days on market is going to, you're going to see it stretch out. Very he leaves, fast. buddy. Tell me. Give um, me a prediction the last yeah. 30 seconds. Gotcha. Through the end of the year, I think we've already maxed out on average and median sales prices. I think we're it. Okay. I think May was it. From here on out, prices will continue to de-escalate. But keep in mind, I'm still not saying a bust. I'm saying that the rate of increase in will prices be less. will be less. Awesome. Okay, I appreciate you. If you're listening right now, just call me at 330-1457. I can tell you what your house is worth. It still is the best time, as Bill explained, to buy a house. The house right now is the best time to buy the house because it's turning to a buyer's market. Call me at 330-1457 during the break, especially if you are retiree 62, 72, 82. If you are house rich and cash poor, I can help you with an FHA home equity conversion mortgage. Keep your house, but get rid of your principal and interest payment. 330-1457. I'll be back to wrap up the show, the power segment, talking about inflation and home ownership on 4th of July. You're listening to The Jay Garner The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pump you up. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that... Well, thanks for sticking with me. What a powerful segment with Bill McAfee. Runs Empire Title, had a podcast with more than 90 people on it, talking about an economic update. This is very, very crucial times within our economy, folks. I'm talking about inflation and home ownership. You can get a hold of me at 330-1457. In the last nine minutes here, I'm going to tell you how you can read the tea leaves on inflation, how you can prepare, especially for you that are in retirement. This is probably the most important thing that I'm going to share with you because when inflation was like 11 to 14% back in the 70s and going into the early 80s, and interest rates were at 18% and so forth. For people in earning and people in retirement, we forget, people that are younger than 50 or 55 years old like myself, CD rates back then were 13% as well. Listen here, my friends. There's too much money in our system. We have stimulus money. We're printing money. God help us. The president now wants to take a gas holiday, and it's going to go up be 18, 20 cents a gallon and cost billions of dollars in taxpayer money, and there's no guarantee that the, the gas stations will lower 
that dollar amount because with inflation, their costs are up. They're just going to keep that tax incentive for yourself. And there's no way in the world that we're going to see CDs, certificate of deposits, go up to 10%, let alone 13 14%. So for you in your golden years, if you're between 62, 72, 82, please call me right now at 3301457. I can talk to you about the home equity conversion mortgage, an FHA product that used to be called the reverse mortgage, went through a lot of systematic and structural changes back in 2009 during the Obama administration. And it's not that difficult to understand. If you have a forward FHA loan, you take a principal reduction payment and an interest payment combined. It's called the P&I payment every single month. And for you to pay into the mortgage company, you pay interest for the right of borrowing the money for home ownership, and then you pay the principal balance down every month until you own the home outright. That's a forward mortgage. A home equity conversion mortgage or a mortgage in reverse is when you don't have any principal reduction. Say you've got a house that's worth $500,000. You take a $200,000 reverse mortgage. You own it outright. You take $200,000 cash out tax-free. You don't have any principal reduction portion of your payment. You just say $700 a month set aside for interest, and it goes in a virtual pile. So every single month, they're like $700 more in interest goes in this virtual pile, $700 more. You do that for 100 months. Say that you're 82 years old, and you do this 100 months setting aside $700 a month. That's $70,000 plus about another $20,000 in closing costs and FHA insurance fees. It just insures these products. You take that $70,000 in interest plus the twenty. You take $90,000 over the next eight and a half years, 100 payments. Add it to the two hundred that you owe. That's $290,000. Even if your house doesn't appreciate one dime in 100 months, which you know it's going to, You've only got a $290,000 mortgage that is due, and you still have over $210,000 more realistically. It's going to be three or $400,000 of equity for your heirs. It's called a home equity conversion mortgage. It's so important because with the amount of money in our system with inflation during home ownership, your home equity is going to be your largest gift by far. If you don't own a home right now and you're 40 years old, you have to, not even recommending, you really have to buy a house even to survive in retirement. Well, you know, I don't want to be tied down. Well, are you going to live on your Social Security, $2,100 a month or $1,400 a month? No. You have to have equity in something. And if you don't build a business, if you haven't put four hundred dollars to $500,000 minimum into your 401k or you don't have a para-retirement or something. There's so many homes. I just talked to Bill, a radio listener, about this. He and his wife own a house outright. They have a fixed income, and their only miracle, their only blessing is that they have this equity, and equity is going to be so strong because with inflation, my friends, we're going to start to see assumptions again, and what that is is if your FHA or VA 
and you have a 3.5% rate, in order to sell your house, you might have to say, hey, you're going to have to put $100,000 down rather than no money down, but I will allow you to assume my 30-year mortgage fixed at 3% instead of getting a 6% mortgage. We're going to see subject to, like, hey, I'm going to buy your house, but it's subject to you fixing this stuff up because the markets are changing. And the biggest, biggest takeaways I want to remind you of again for this show. First of all, God bless America. Fourth of July weekend, I hope you're having a great weekend. Take time to really respect and become patriotic about this amazing country that we live in. But also remember that houses will never be cheaper than they are right now. Values may go up slower. They're not going to go up 14 or 19%, but they certainly are not going to go backwards. Houses are still going to appreciate 6 to 14% a year over the next five years. The stock market, I'm telling you folks, you are not going to see those kind of gains. Stock market's going to be slow and sluggish. There isn't cheap money for companies to borrow anymore. Labor numbers are going to be trimmed. Cost of labor is going up. We're not going to see investments in CDs going at 11 or 14%. We've got too much money in our system. We printed too much money, and we have to pay the piper. The government did not allow people to suffer during the pandemic. That seems to be kick the can down, get some incentives, get some stimulus, and pay for it later. And we've just had Congress after Congress that don't do that. So if you do the things I ask, getting rid of your unsecured debt, investing in real estate, buy now, create a legacy later for your adult children, buy now, retire later if you need to retire in a more affordable state like Tennessee or Arkansas or Oklahoma or Missouri or even Texas, you can buy now and retire later. Do not be fearful of the rates. And like I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end. Thank a patriot, a military member, a retiree, a spouse, a first responder. And if you've not found your passion and calling and purpose in life, pray to God that you'd receive it. That's what I received with you, the radio listeners, someone I serve every day. So call me at 330-1457. Give me the honor of helping you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. I can save you thousands. God bless America. Have a great Fourth of July. I'll see you next week right here. With the Jay Garvey Show. And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who... The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. God bless God.